Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Babuto. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers. We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. Hi, Caviar Dreamers. I am so excited. We have a real housewife from New York entrepreneur here. We have Cy De Silva. Hello. So excited. I mean, I'm officially a real housewife of New York. That's very exciting. How crazy is it to say? Did you ever think you would say that? No, never. I remember I used to watch the show back in the day when I was a club rat. Like, you know, I wake up at noon and like, oh, my God, these ladies are crazy. <laughs> but I would never and, in and a now that's years. You. And, and now that's you. It is 100% me. Here I am. I know. Well, I was I was lucky enough to get to see some of your episodes in advance. So I so excited because I think you've brought such a freshness. The whole the whole group of you ladies have brought such a freshness. But I was very excited to interview you because you are self-made. Yes. That, that's, yes. Very much you so. Know, you're, you're a content creator. Mm-hmm. You have a modern marriage. Your husband stays home with the kids. Yes. You live in a brownstone in Brooklyn. That is me. And <laughs> and you keep it very real. So I, I just want to, and you've been very honest about your upbringing. So there's just so many questions I have for you. Because listen, you're with some ladies who grew up privileged. Yeah. Right? And, you know, and you're, and you're keeping it very real. And I love that you were so honest about, about the way you grew up. And how far you've come. I think it's just, I'm a New Yorker. You know, not everyone's story is going to be the same here. And, you know, the other New Yorker on the show is definitely Aaron. And it's very clear that we are both New Yorkers, but we grew up on two different parts of New York. You know, two different sides of New York where my experiences will not be hers and hers will never be mine. I don't know what that looks like. And I think growing up the way I did and growing up with lack makes me more grateful for everything I have. And it also humbles me at the end of the day. So I just, even though I'm living in this dream world that, you know, 1% of people live in, it's for me still a dream. Like I wake up every morning and the fact that I look at the fact that I have a closet that is all the way down, it's a chaotic closet, but it's space. I have space. I have a backyard. I have a roof deck, terraces. Like It still blows my mind. It's not something that I will ever, ever get used to. And I don't feel the need to run around and not say where I'm from. 
You know, I'm proud of myself. I am a rags to riches story. And I'm very, very proud of how far I came. And you did this. But I that's, did this. That's what's I so, did this. That's so impressive. But that but that you did this and that you did it on you did it on your own. Right. I did. But, you know, I did watch the show that, and, you know, I didn't. I want to know and I want everybody else to know how you did this because it's so inspiring and so impressive and that, and that you are so humble and and no and, and gracious the way you speak. And that's that's what I loved about you. Like watching the show, I was like, oh, my God, I just love her because, you know, she's you're sophisticated, funny, charming, you know, but also apologetic. Yes, I like that you're unapologetic. Like a lot of people are very shy about you know, I elevated myself. And you said that I elevated myself. People should say that. Like, you didn't do it not to talk about it. Right. There's not, I don't think there's anything wrong with patting yourself on the back when you do something good for yourself. You know, this has been a long journey for me. I've lived five different lives already, I'm pretty sure. You know, this is just definitely another chapter. I remember my first business, I had a business called Required Flair, and it was accessories. Very much so like a bobble bar. I imported it from China, learned how to mark up the margins, learned how to do all my own photography, my own coding. Like I didn't have a marketing budget. And at that time, Instagram had first started. So I was like, oh, well, maybe I can use Instagram to promote myself and market myself for zero dollars and zero cents. Like how easy can this be? And sure enough, it took off. And then, you know, my husband and I, we're, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, actually not even. I was like, listen, guy, (laughs) I don't want a boyfriend right now. But sure enough, two years later, I ended up getting pregnant and moving to Montreal and I had to close shop on, you know, my business, my small business, which I was mortified. I felt like such a failure and I felt that I was losing my identity to get up and go move to Canada with my husband for my husband to take care of me. I felt less than because that's not how I I was raised to hustle. That's just my mentality. So I came back um, from New York and started a blog. I said, I don't know how I'm going to make money but I know I need a creative outlet and it's gotta be something that I'm passionate about. So I just started blogging, started meeting cool moms, moms who cared about themselves, loved fashion. You know what? Nine months later, BuzzFeed did an article about the blog and it took off. And I remember that moment I went to my husband, I said, I think I found a job. I think it's a job. And I went full time after, I think once I hit one year, I went full time and I started making real money. I got an agent and everything like that. And that's kind of how it how it happened. And nine years later, here I am. That's an unbelievable story. I mean, that's such an impressive story. And that's so great. And I'm so now how did it transition that it, it took off so well and your husband retired? Well, my husband was already Was at, he already retired? He was no, he wasn't retired, but he was at the place where he was working to the point that I, I, I hardly saw him. We were one week on, one week off. So when I came back to New York, I came back with our daughter. He was still in in Canada. So he had to run his business out of Canada. We did that for maybe four years. Wow. That's tough. Yeah. That is tough. We did it for a while until I got pregnant with our second. And then once I got pregnant with my second, I think around eight months, he moved in. And I was like, maybe this is going to be the death of us. (laughs) 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 I was so used to him going back and forth. I loved it. And um, you know what? It ended up working out great. And it just ended up becoming so hard. And it was so stressful on both of us. I said, listen, you've had your run. Sell the company, you know, and like, let's move on. You know, someone wanted to buy it. and, And sure enough, that's what happened. And I kind of took off and we got to the point where we didn't need a nanny or we didn't need that because my husband was so he's always been very hands on father, always. So for him, he's just at this stage in his life where he's his kids are everything and supporting me is everything to him. So it is a very modern day 
I guess, relationship, a marriage. Was he supportive of you wanting to do the show? At first, he was very hesitant. He's like, I don't understand why you need to do this show. Like, you're already accomplished. You've already done what you what you do now. You know, you have great contacts. And I said, you know what? But this is something I want to do. And I think that this is going to be great. I'm I'm very honored to represent New York City. And for the first time in franchise history, it's a reboot. And I want to be a part of that. And so when I broke it down to him, he was like, you know what? Fine. He said, I don't think that you make bad decisions. You've always made very good decisions for us and our family. So I'm going to support it. So did they seek you out in the reboot? Did someone refer you? Because I want to talk about a little bit, you know, about the New York reboot, you know, because they wanted the re- the real New Yorker, the, right. the modern New Yorker. I don't know how they did what they did, to be honest. You and, know? Then, and they found you and-, and they found me. They were going through all of our friends circles mm-hmm. and they reached out and asked if I would be interested. And at first I was like, what? Is this a scam? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like who reaches out asking you to be a part of this franchise? It's, it's nuts. You I know? know it's funny the way it happens. It's just it was a very organic way, to be honest. It was kind of like, you know, they just reached out in my DMs. And at first I was like, no. And then, you know, I said, you know what? Let me let me jump on a call and see if this is real. And the whole thing was very much so real. And we started chatting about who was in my circle, who I knew and things like that, because they wanted it to be a very organic friendship. And that's how things happened. Now, were you friends with any of the other ladies? Like, did you know some of these other women ahead of time? So all the ladies I actually knew of. Oh, yes. You knew of. I knew of. None of us were actually hand in hand buddies. We all knew of each other. Jessel, Jenna, we, us three work in the fashion industry. Yes. Uba is a model. She, we all have the same exact friends. And I think it just made sense for us to kind of all get together. And I think when we are together, you very much so see our yes, synergy together. Yes, there's very much a natural synergy I yeah. see with you ladies. It seems like you have a history. We, it, It's very natural. And I think that just happens because... We have so many things in common. We, you know, a lot of us work in the same industry. And if we don't, we have the same friends in common. So sometimes we share these stories. And I'm like, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so. So it it makes a lot of sense for us to be together. No, it translates because we were talking yeah. to another friend of ours this morning and said, it was such a refreshing reboot. It feels like the group of friends you want to be with. It's like, oh, I want to hang out with them. Like, I want to like go to this night. It just felt so natural. And it really is a true representation of New York. Thank you. Yes. Hang out with us. But yes, I, I will. Know, Come I, on. I, will. I mean, listen, I'm very <laughs> close. I say I'm like the upper, upper west side because I live in um, yeah. Englewood, New Jersey. So it's very, it's very close. Did you think it was going to be scripted? Because that was my big thing. I thought originally, oh, this can't be for real. I did. I think a lot of it, I thought that I was going to be like, hey, you should say this and I then mean, do this. And weren't you shocked that it wasn't? And I I was very shocked. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a little bit more structured almost. I'm like, maybe I'm an actress now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Let me put that on my resume. But it wasn't like that at all. Like the drama was very, the tension, it wasn't even, I couldn't necessarily say it's drama because it is tension between friends and friends get on your nerves sometimes. Yes. When you spend a lot of time with them, it's natural. Just like family gets on your nerves. You know, these are my friends. It's the family that you choose at the end of the day. So it is, what I expected it to be is not what it ended up being at all. 
It was just a very natural thing. Yeah, familiarity breeds contempt. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it, it's a well need. It's a well needed break when it's over. It's so, a well know, needed break. Yeah, sometimes because you're with, you know, you don't even spend that sometimes that much time with your family. It's true, you, you know, and, and doing all those things. So, so tell me, do you feel like? I mean, I know you just now it just aired. You've been on a short time. Do you feel like already it's impacted your business, Scantlin City? Do you feel like your content creation? I don't think so. I think that my business is already a well-oiled machine. You know, yes. I have a lot of great clients and and contacts as it is. I think they're happy for me, but I don't think it has impacted in any way. Like, I mean, it's only been one episode. Yeah, it's been one episode, I feel like. So so let's talk about that, about your content creation. I watched you like, you know, styling the tape on things like that. Like tell people like I know you know, because they didn't talk about it a lot yet. Your content. I, I want to know more about it. So tell us exactly. Yeah, sure. I, I think a lot of people don't understand content creation, which is yes, so AKA, the, and, AKA influencer. I, I like calling it content creation, though. I like that. It sounds more sophisticated. Someone asked me the other day on uh, actually earlier today was like, what is a content creator? Is that just like an adult influencer? <laughs> I thought it was funny. It is. You could call it an influencer. You can call it a content creator. But I work predominantly in the luxury market, which I love. I'm a big fan of luxury items. Since I was a kid, I would dream about buying my own bags and buying my own shoes. Like I remember looking at Vogue all day in seventh grade. Like that was my passion. And now I basically play dress up for a living. So usually what happens, how I make money, what people always want to know first things first, like how do you make money? Brands will come to you with a particular product that they would like to push or they would like to promote, right? And within that, there is a brief there is language in which you should use. For example, let's talk about a makeup line. You know, if a makeup line is coming out with a new concealer, they're going to do a push and they're going to do a push with several other people on social. That way it's a marketing push and it kind of goes and trickles throughout and everyone will see it within that target market. You'll have a brief that basically explains what this product is, what they want from you, um, and then your deliverables. It'll outline your deliverables. That can be, you can be contracted for IG Reels, Instagram, a TikTok, something syndicated to TikTok, syndicated to Reels. Maybe we can play with both platforms. So that's usually how we make money from those particular deliverables and then usage rights, anything with they want to use on their end, anything that is paid media or whitelisting where they whitelisting is when they put money behind your content and push it out. You get paid for that because that content belongs to you. And then obviously the usage or exclusivity is a big thing for me. I will not give a lot of exclusivity because that hinders me from making money with other brands. So if you want exclusivity, let's say in the clothing category, I cannot possibly do that unless you pay me to do that. So it's at the end of the day, if I'm giving you too much exclusivity, I'm losing money. Yes. And I think people don't realize this very much so is a job. You just have to be extremely smart about it. You know, um, I'm also the janitor and the accountant and I am the glam team and I'm scouting locations. I'm writing brands to see if I can pull any clothes. You know, I'm not out there buying millions of dollars worth of clothes. One, there's no place for me to put it. And two, I mean, I just don't have this type of cash flow to be running around buying all of these things. I usually pull clothes and then I give things back. I do cover most of the fashion weeks. So I do that at least twice a year, sometimes three if I do couture. So I'll do Paris, I'll do Milan, sit at all the fashion shows and create all the content around that. 
And that's pretty much my job in a nutshell. I would like to acknowledge in this moment here that that is a much harder job than anyone gives you credit for. Thank you. No, it because is. Because creating a, content is the bane of, of our work. existence. It's 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 a lot of work. Even editing videos and po- it, just doing one post takes forever sometimes. Like, I know people don't, I think people don't realize that or give anybody a lot of credit. They think it's this glamorous life. Yeah. And I think it is so much harder than you realize, than people realize. And what you do, it's the job of making it look effortless. Right. I do make it look effortless. I think people also need to realize this is a 24-7 job. You don't clock in, you don't clock out. Your job is just around the clock. You have to, your work balance life is trying to figure out how you can separate the two. But at the same time, your job is your life and your life is your job when you are a content creator. And you just have to kind of figure out how to make it work. But you're, you live and breathe in your phone. And it's 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 terrible sometimes. But at the same time, I'm running around making it look like, no, I had an amazing time on that press trip. <laughs> I relaxed so much on that press trip. Obviously, I didn't relax. I was in my phone editing video so you could see every piece of this resort and want to go here. So everyone's like, oh, you get all of these fabulous trips. And I do. I do. I'm very grateful to the brand partners that bring me on these fabulous trips and do all these fabulous things, but I'm living in my phone. I'm living in this particular moment through a screen. No, I know. And it's, it, you're not relaxing on that vacation. No. You are not relaxing. And and people don't realize that. It's great that you get to go all these great places, but you are not sitting there sunning yourself. I would love to though. I know, exactly. I would love to. So on the flip side, what do you do to unwind? What what is What does Sai do to just like check out and take care of yourself? It's so hard because I'm so used to going. I can't unwind for more than two days. And then I'm like, I am so bored here, guys. What are we going to do? Like somebody, we're not being very productive. You should see me talking to my kids. I'm like, do you guys have jobs? Like we're not being very productive. That's like, so funny. Let's we're, go. We're very much oh. like that too. I'll, I'll ask the follow-up question in a second. So, but what what do you do? Like do yoga, this, that. I do. Meditate. Like I do what do you do? A lot of self-care in the morning. I wake up at five. Oh my God. I know, I know, you. I know. I wake up at five, but I wake up at five for the simple fact that I want to be alone in my house. So I wake up at five typically in when we're in the school season. Um, summer, I wake up a little bit later, but school season, that means I have to make lunch and, and do all, make get the kids ready for school. So I need a moment to be alone before I rush into this, everybody get up, everybody go to school. I can't wake up like that. So I wake up, I wake up at five, I will work out by 5.30, I meditate and journal for a little bit, and then I'll start the day. So that's always my self-care routine. But to unwind, girl, I crack open wine and make a margarita. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, that's good. I mean, I, oh. I like it. Now, like when you look back, what would Sai now say to her younger self? Be patient. I would definitely just tell myself to be patient and and be more confident and believe in yourself a little bit more. I think I was a lot more insecure when I was young and I would compare myself to so many other women that I didn't realize my own true talent. And I was so busy rushing to be like, what about this idea? This idea is going to take off. But anything that's worthwhile, it takes time. So just be patient. I think that's great advice. I think a lot of people or people who listen to this, you know, there's no overnight success. No. Right? I I always say it's a marathon. Not a sprint. Yes. And it's not always the first idea that hits. No. So you got to take those failures and learn from every single one. I think that's key. I'm glad that you said that because failure, I, I think we look at failure as something that is should we should be ashamed of. And that's not it. Failure is part of life lessons. So what did you learn in that moment? 
Take what you learned and apply it to the future and it will make you better. Life is about growing. Life is not about standing still in the same moment. Life is about change. Like I think we should embrace it. Even with this whole reboot and everyone was so, we don't want it. Read the room. I'm like, change. Let's embrace change. There's nothing wrong with it at the end of the day. No, I I absolutely agree. And listen, I am such I am very good friends with the other ladies and they did legacy. So there's room for both. Right? I, I, I definitely think I so. Say, and I think there's room for change. I think New York, you guys are so great, but the, I think people get stuck, right? Right. And, yes. I, and I think that's what it is. And and that's what it is. The legacy ladies are respected. People are still going to see them. We're going to get to fall in love with you guys, which is so amazing, which I think everybody did already, which yes. is fantastic. So crazy and, to me. I have a question. Yes. I have a question about balance, balance and okay. content creation with the show. I loved how respectful the other girls were when you were packing the car with all the content <laughs> you needed to create. So number one, did you actually manage to do any content creation on that trip? I did. I did. I, I shot my outfits when I was in my room. I always bring a tripod everywhere I go, or I have like this sticky thing that's in the back of my phone and I stick it to any glass that is around me. And I'll just do a quick little outfit of the day or I'll just do a compilation of things where I can put it into a video and make it look really cute. So I did actually shoot a lot of those outfits. I am very impressed because we find getting our real work done. I say real work. It's, you know, both a real work. But I'm always like, it's so hard to schedule around filming schedules. It is. Like, take me since like, I'm like, can we sit down and talk about this design? It's hard to be creative when you're in that zone. So I think I just get up and amazing. do it like at. I think you could see it a lot of times. I was like, can someone take my photo? You know? Yes, yes, <laughs> Like, yes. I just don't care. I'm like, this is my job. This is how I pay my bills. It has to be done. So let me just do it. And I I just take the cameras along for a ride. What star sign are you? I'm a Sag. Got it. I'm a Sag. And then my moon is Gemini. Mm. Oh, Okay. Gemini. What month is that? I'm like bad. Sagittarius is right before me. I'm Capricorn. Sagittarius is like 21st of December. Yeah. Because I was getting like Virgo or Capricorn vibes too, but you're so creative. I was like, ooh, because you're very organized. I'm Sag. I'm a very free spirit. I don't like to be told what to do or where to go. I'm just kind of like march to my own drum, let things roll off my back. You know, if you piss me off nine times out of 10 in a few weeks, I'll be better. Just let me yeah. cool off yes. and then I, I'll get you know, over I'm it. I'm an Aries. I'm that way too, though. My son's an Aries. Aries, your son's an Aries? Mm-hmm. Saying, yeah, I feel like I'm that way also. Aries are like, oh, you're so easy. I think I'm easy. You're I mean, very the people easy. don't think I'm so easy. Like, you know, people think I'm difficult on the show because I'm so opinionated. There's Did nothing you, wrong with that. I don't no. think there's anything wrong with it either. I was just like, I keep it the way it is. So I was going to say, did you feel like, because people always on the outside world feel that women are competitive with each other. Did you feel the women you're with or like everybody embraces each other? Did you feel there was a little competitiveness? Because I don't feel I'm competitive with other women. Right. I like all women to do well. I don't feel like or did you? Because I felt like all all the women on your show happen to have a career outside of the show. Right, right. Same. I agree with you 100%. I'm a girl's girl. Yes. Like I think, and as to your point earlier, there's room for everyone. Yes. I think there is enough room for us all to do these things. So I definitely am not someone who's competitive with my friends. I, if anything, I love to help my friends and I uplift my friends yes. until you cross me. And then I'm like, a few, I'm done here. But I don't think there was any com- 
competitiveness. I think one person in particular had her moments where she kind of went up and down, which I noticed later on throughout the season. But for the most part, I think the rest of us were just all like, this is my lane. This is what I do. If you need help, dip in. I'll give you some advice. And then and then that's it. We were all pretty solid. Well, yeah, which was, you know, which is nice because I think that's very important for women to help each other, right? And embrace and lift each other up. And I think that's also hard on a show where you're getting, now you're going to get outside feedback. Yes. Now, are you going to look at social media at all? I look at my own page. I've been really good at not looking at comments. I'm only looking at comments that are on my own handles. Good. I want to control my own narrative on my handles. Like this is my space. I control what happens here. If I don't like it, I'll erase it. If I, if I don't care about it, then I'll tell you F off and then that's it. <laughs> if I'm in the mood good. to clap back, I'll clap back and that's it. Listen, that's very, very smart. I think that's good. I think that's a great way to handle the noise. I think a lot of outside influence could make you crazy a little bit. I try yeah. just to answer everything with humor. I don't really. Yeah, you clap back with a with like a tongue in cheek. You've turned a few people. Those that are I my was favorite. Like, Couldn't be turned. Yeah, I, a tongue in cheek is my favorite. As someone was like, you know, she said, "Tell me you have no style without telling me you have no style." I said, "Okay, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> See that that was a, like that, you know, it's just it's it's things like that. It I I think killing them with a little bit of humor is is perfectly fine. Sometimes people just want to be seen. Nine times out of 10, these people want to be seen. Yeah. That's what it is. And I think that's the sad thing. It's generated like a little bit of a crazy place, but you just, I think you're handling it the right way. Just don't Thanks. even look at it. Like goodbye, good luck. It's a lot enjoy. of noise. You're right. I want, I want my sanity. Also doing two jobs here. There's only but so much that I can, I can do during the day. I'm busy during the day. I cannot be sitting here going through all of these comments. It's going to make you go crazy. And also you're a mom. And I am a mom. Which well, is I have, not I'm easy. one down. One went to sleepaway camp yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Sleepaway camp is always a good thing. My kids all went to sleepaway I camp. I think it's great for them. No phones. They play all day. My daughter's really a creative, so she's going to a performing arts camp. She loves it. Yeah, loves it's it. great good. for socialization. Right. Now, are you planning on taking any trips? I just went to Rosewood Mayacoba in Mexico. Okay. And Did you, now, do you recommend it? I love it. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. I think okay, if good. you can get one of the residences there and you have family, I think it's a great place to go. You have a kitchen, so you don't kind of have to worry about getting room service and stuff all the time. They can bring you whatever it is food-wise that you would need. You can also do dinners in your in your villa, which is nice. Have someone come over and do a barbecue. We like blasted music, hung out in our pool. It's private. It's just a very, very nice place. I highly recommend. Other than uh, that, I'm not going to do Europe this year. I feel like there's too much going on. I agree. And I think August, I just want to chill. I just want to relax. I have a house upstate. I'm going to go there and, you know, try and get my my painting on since I'm doing a reno and just relax. Okay, good. We touched a little bit before on your renovations. That's a, definitely a point that you two could connect on because- you guys are like knee deep in renovations and it's a very misconception on the show. A lot of people come on with like manufactured homes on the Housewives right. franchise and neither of you have that. You have restorations. Right, right. No, yeah, I'm doing a reno. Um, I brought the I brought the show to my house upstate just because it's 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 not great in the inside. It's not a it wasn't a cute place. It was very dated. 
But when we walked in and I, I saw that ugly, shitty carpet, I said, this is the one. <laughs> All right. This is, this is going to be it for me. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going through a reno. I got an architect. I got an interior designer. But at the same time, I also like to do a lot of things ourselves. My husband loves to paint. I, I offered, I said, let's, you know, let's just go ahead and get a painter. He was not into it. So he learned how to lime wash. What? Lime wow. wash? That's a big thing. Yeah. He learned how to lime wash. So he's lime washing everything. Um, I'm taking my time with it. I honestly, I feel fortunate that this is our second house. So I don't have to be there through the actual construction part of it. So therefore, that's why I'm like, I want this stone. I don't care if I have to wait for it or we have to do this for it. And I'm just taking my time with it. You know, one stage at a time. Did you ever feel like with um, Scout in the City, you would kind of lean into interiors at all? Or if you always, has it taking you that path? I don't know. Ask me this once it's done. <laughs> I think when I'm in the thick of it, I'm like, how do people do this? You should see me the other day trying to pick knobs. I couldn't even pick hardware. It was just, I was over the top with hardware. Uh, I just had a whole hardware drama because I we're get, in the middle of I, it. I'm doing all brass hardware and we're doing, and the brass that I ordered for the bathroom didn't come in looking brassy. It didn't match the faucets. Oh, I, I got like, two different brasses the other me day. Too. And I and freaked I, out. I freaked out. <laughs> I've been having a mental <laughs> breakdown about it. And I, I don't want to say, I order from one company, which I love. All my hardware is from M-Tech. I'm just going to yeah, say that, which I love them. They're great. But I was just like, something else came in, like a different hardware. And I was like, well, what's going on here in America? Yeah. I was like, I have to switch it. Inconsistency. I had yeah, it was my shower door handle. I was like, ah. I, but you, like, I, I totally get it. It's very frustrating, especially when you're waiting on something. Yes. I'm waiting on something. I have workers who are waiting for these things to come in so they can finish the job. So once you get it in, it's like they can't even finish because it's the wrong it's the wrong product. I know. So I totally get it. I, I, I absolutely. It's so draining on my soul. So everybody who comes on the podcast, we ask them three questions. OK. OK. So, so what was your big girl panty moment in life? Like where you're like, this is my sink or swim moment. I have to pull up my big girl panties. Hmm, That's such a good question. I feel like I had a lot of big girl moments. Oh, I'm moments. sure. I'm sure. I think when my blog took off, um, the first time I went on the Today Show, my daughter was three and I, and I, my blog just took off so much. And I, I said, wait a minute, this is, this is a moment for me to sink or swim. Like I need to figure this out and create a job that I think is something that I'm passionate about like focus, put your big girl undies on and and get to it. I would wake up every morning, 5 a.m. I would do a blog post and I would, I didn't have an assistant. I didn't have anyone else. Like I was a, using a tripod to create all of my own photos, you know, and it ended up really working out for me. All right, listen, that you were determined. That's, that's very impressive. I was very determined. Very determined. Well, we ask everyone, Marjorie always say is like 50% delusional being a good thing to 50% determined. How do you think your percentages stack up? Your success percentages. I'm definitely delusional. Like I am 100%. I love it. I love it. So I love that you get that because yes. some people are like, I don't think that's a good thing. I'm like, it is. Because if you don't believe your own hype, who does? Who does? No, yeah, right. If no one believes their own hype, no one else will. 100%. You have to you have to be your own hype man. You have to hype yourself up because especially when you're first starting out, no one is a believer. Everyone is going to doubt you. Everyone's going to roll their eyes. No one remembers where you were. They only remember where you are at the end of the day. So it's like you got to hype yourself up along the way and that's 100% what I do and I and I 
I appreciate this delusional comment also because I grew up that way and that was a form of me visualizing and manifesting. And I lived in this, if we want to call it delusional, this delusional world where I was like, I am going to get these beautiful bags in vogue. That's right. And I am going to do these things. And I'll never forget, I had a roommate who, when I when I moved out from her apartment, she was like, what do you think you're going to get in the city? Everything's so small. And, you know, she was just so negative. You got to see my next apartment. It's going to be amazing. And sure enough, it wasn't huge, but it was so much bigger than what we were in. And I was so proud of myself at that moment that I called her up. I was like, you're such a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, get on my manifestation path. Like I have a nice apartment. Come on over. It's true. I get it. Listen, growing up, all I read, I, I was, I never read a child's book. I read Harper's Bazaar, Vogue, I read all of those and Cosmopolitan because of course yeah. my mother had Cosmo. <laughs> Cosmo you was know? the best. Was so and, and that's all I read. And, and same kind of thing. That was it. So, that's the so, visualization. So that, that's exactly what it is. And that's why I'm saying people, you know, that's what it was the delusion. And it, I guess it was our manifestation and look, and look where you are now. And, and you know, same us, for and you. Same thing for me, single mother, same kind. I got it. I got it. So one last question we ask everybody. What's your most, because you're very entrepreneurial. Yep. You've created so much. What's your most entrepreneur real advice? Not like business plan or this, but most real advice for people. I think be consistent. You have to be consistent even when you don't see results. I think there were tons of times when I was on a low where I said, this is just not going to work. And don't get me wrong. You have to understand when you have been doing it for quite some time and you really in your heart and your instincts feel like it's not going to work, that's okay to give up. But just make sure that you have put your all and you are very consistent in doing it before you give up on that particular dream or journey. Just be consistent at the end of the day. And I think that's how I got to where I am. I was just very consistent and I was very determined. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you for you, having thank me. Thank you so much. First of all, so congratulations fun. on your success. Thank You're you. a breakout, breakout star. Oh, Amazing. I'm you. so happy to see you. I love that we're going to get to spend time together. We're going to be together at BravoCon. Oh, so yeah, just, that's yeah, right. That's it's right. Gonna we're going to be in Vegas together. So funny. Okay, so tell everyone, tell sorry, tell everyone where to find you. Okay, I am on Instagram at Scout the City. Um, also on TikTok, Side to Silva, and I will be coming out with a podcast at the end of July. So look out for that. And that's it. Great, so excited. And every and then we can watch you every Sunday night. That is correct. You can watch me, Roni, the whole new era, um, at nine p.m. every Sunday on Bravo TV and streaming the next day on Peacock. We'll Fantastic. be watching. We'll be watching. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Dreamers!